Voice of the Black and Amber, Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Friday evenings, Talk Sport on 88.7 FM with JJ Kavanagh, Bus and Coach Hire. Friday the 3rd of uh, November. You're very welcome to Talk Sport here on Friday evening. Nicky Brennan in for Friday evening now for a few weeks anyway while Pat does the Sunday shift so just a little bit of, uh, of musical chairs we're having around the studio here but for now anyway you'll have to put up with me on a Friday evening. I'm joined in the studio as usual by Paddy Kelly and Pat is out and about somewhere he may pop in his head uh, through the studio at some stage. Let's hope he does. Now we're going to have split the pot in a couple of moments. Then we will uh, we're giving away one of the books that uh, the, a copy of the book that was launched the other night Power a Family Memoir so you need to get ready and send your text message in to 086 353 7782 086 353 7782 and tell me what club do the Powers play for? And uh, we get the Honourable Patrice to pull out a name coming up to 7 o'clock this evening. And uh, we'll also have Greyhound Racing with Bear. Uh, it's up in Dundalk at the, 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 today, down Royal Abandoned. He'll be there in a couple of moments. And uh, we might, uh, we're just, Declan has gone out now, so maybe we'll uh, kill that uh, team tune. And uh, we might just uh, get Bear on the line then, rather than have you waiting, Bear. And uh, you can listen in and see, did you have a winner? But you're up in Dundalk this evening, Bear. I think the first race was there with that. Five o'clock. That's right, Nick. They kicked off five o'clock. The first race was won by number nine, Martyr Turpitude, 15 to 8. Second there was number 13, Sweetest, 11 to 10 favourite. And the third home was number 14, Woo Hoo, at 20 to 1 and 14 ran. The 5.30, this was won by number 7, Sam Rogue, at 9 to 2. Second here was number 17, Below Deck. 50 to 1, and third was number 1, Sam's Express, 72 giant favourite. The other giant favourite there was number 16, and again 14 ran. And the 6 o'clock, which has just finished up there, was won by number 8, Little Queenie, 13 to 2. Second was number 5, Apache Outlaw, 20 to 1. And third was number 2, Dandyville, the 6 to 4 favourite, and 11 ran. That leaves us with five races. Nick, I'll go quickly through them. The 6.30 is a maiden over a mile for three-year-olds and uppers. Uh, according to the bookies today, this there is 14 runners down to go, but the bookies have it narrowed down to three. The favourite, number 10, Persian Jewel, was a 6-4 to four on chance. Number four, not forgotten, 3-1. to one. Number nine, Prince Gale, good yo, eight to one, and the Sunny Price Bar. Now the only problem with Persian Jewel, he hasn't run for three months, but his last run he was fourth, or she was fourth rather, in a very hot maiden in this, and the form is outstanding in this race. It'll be a major surprise if she's beaten, but if she is, I think not forgotten will be the one to do that. Moving on to the 7 o'clock, this is a mild handicap for three-year-olds and upwards. Very open according to the betting today. The favourites, our giant favourites, were number 5, McNabb, 5 to 1, and also number 10, Americ, also 5 to 1. It was 6 to 1, then number 6, Watt Arm, 7 to 1, number 7, Pierre Lappin, 
number eight super over and also number 11 dark desert highway all seven to one is ten to one bar very tricky race as the betting would suggest um America well, was on a hat-trick the last day, but disappointed. I think the handicapper might have caught up on Merrick. McNabb has had a win in Dundalk in recent weeks, and second in uh, Gordon, I believe. It was not sure now, but what harm is another one that's well fancied. He's been running really well lately. But I just think number seven, Pierre Lappin, Caught my eye the last night up here in Dunlop, the last night that it ran, which was about three weeks ago. The problem with Pierre Lappin is sometimes he's slow away, but if he gets out on any kind of level terms, I think at 7-1, to one, he's worth a little each way there. The 7.30 is the first division of a mile handicap, 14 runners down to go. Giant favourite today, number two. Skontanowski at 72 and number 5 Lisa Bella also 72 it was then 11 to 2 number 6 featured this 8 to 1 number 1 Cobiglia and also 8 to 1 number 7 Harvin Acre and 10 to 1 Bar Skontanowski is a kind of a standing dish in Dundalk he does his best running up there He's been running a lot on the turf recently, which is not the usual, and he's been showing up well in all his races. If he puts his best foot forward, as he tends to do in Dundalk, he could be a winning favourite up there tonight. Incidentally, the first three races all went to non-favourites. Anyway, moving on to the second division of the handicap, as he is a truck. Again, the betting suggests this is wide open. Number seven, Pink Sox is the favourite at 72. It's then six to one, number one, Black Castle Storm. Number five, Fleetwood Soldier. And also, sorry, 10 to one, number 13, Designer Colleen. Also 10 to one, number nine, Cousin Shea. And 10 to one, number two, Hal Bob. Uh, the favourite, Pink Sox, 72, has good recent form. The problem here is she's running for the 15th or 16th time tonight and is still a maiden. I'd leave her alone. Hail Bob, winner here, second last run. Disappointed a little bit in the last run, but it was down in trip, back up to a mile tonight. I think it gives Hail Bob a real good chance for the each way punters. Finally, the half is is a handicap over a mile and a half. Again, the usual 14 runners. Again, the betting suggests this is wide open. Co-favorites today were number one, Golden Twilight at 5-1. to one. Number five, Luke Short, also 5-1. to one. Number nine, King Leo de Grange, also 5-1. to 6-1, to one, number 14, Night Glow, 7-1. to one. Number 13, Autocrat. And uh, 8 to 1, number 4, Long Claw, any price bar. But like I say, as the betting suggests, this is one I think to leave alone. But I just think that Long Claw has a really good chance. Um, hasn't won, I think this last run was actually in September, when it won over the course here. Has been off the track since then. Don't know why, but if anywhere near its best form at 8 to 1, I think it will be certainly worth a little each way upon.
Bear, thanks for that. And uh, you'll be with Pat tomorrow, although I'm not sure what you're going to talk about on the racing front because all Irish racing is off tomorrow, you tell me. That's right, that's right, Nick. Well, we, we don't know. We'll come up with something. I might have, have it to Jim. I'm quite <laughs> sure you'll come up. You'll talk about something or other. Absolutely. That's grand. Thanks, Bear. Thanks, Dave. OK, take care. That's our Bear, our racing correspondent. I'm sure Pat and Jim and Bear, they will find something to talk about. We're going to split the pot and we have a very healthy first prize of €838 Euro this evening. And we have a very honest dub, Paddy Kelly, who's going to dip his hand into the big pot here. And uh, it's getting one final turn there from Declan. He's given him, spin him around there, Declan. I didn't get an old winner for a long time, so it's time, uh, a time I saw something there. Paddy, you know what you have to do now, Paddy? Okay, dip in your hand there, Paddy, and hand it out to Declan. You're on mic one there, Declan. Now. Thanks, Nicky. Thank you, Paddy. Yeah, it's easy to read. The winner of €838 Euro is Mert Tierney. And Mert bought his ticket, and he wouldn't be the first We one. know well where he bought his ticket. No. Hennessy's dry cleaners. Oh, Hennessy, yeah, well, sorry. Well, he's, he's again at Dan's Fort uh, connection again, out Cuff's Grain's direction. Well, it seems he's bought it in Hennessy's dry cleaners. Well, it's gone back out to generally the same spot, Pat. Would that be more or less where last week's one came out of? Oh, definitely. Yeah. God, I don't know what she is. There you go now. Congratulations. Well done, Morty. That's all right, Morty. And thanks to everybody, it's. Uh, okay, yeah, the second prize, we do have two other prizes, one for 80 euro. Let's see who Paddy pulls out at the drum here. He's going to hand it to Declan there now. And we don't have a as in a number we don't know what retail outlet it came from what's the name John Butler John Butler because there's a lot of John Butlers around Kilkenny here now but we have a number to go with ah there's a number there we're okay Butler Hurls. Butler Hurls. I couldn't read the second bit. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Good man, Eamon, Eamon Butler, our man on the sports team here. It's out of that, uh, out of that neck of the woods. Well done, Eamon. You'll have eight yours if you go up here Monday night on when you come into the TC Towers World of Gaelic Games. Well done, Eamon. And third prize, all pulled by Paddy the Dub, is a man familiar and a very happy man this week with all Auckland's win, Jim Cavanagh. Jim Cavanagh. Well done, Jim. Well done, Jim. Number seven, the Home Rule Club in Johnston. There you go. Well, they're obviously regular winners. Okay, Declan is going to write up those and we'll call them all out again when he comes back in with the sheet. So, well done to everyone. And as usual, as Declan said, we really, really appreciate the support we get every two weeks for this draw because it's absolutely crucial in the running of the station here. While the vast majority of people here are volunteers, we do have to still keep the lights on and the heating on and water flowing and all those other things that are there. Now, we're going to head on to Greyhound. Before I go to Greyhounds, by the way, and the, the text line is, uh, is uh, lighting up here on a regular basis. We have a book to give away, Power, a Family Memoir. Now, Pat will have books tomorrow on his programme as well, and Kieran Neri will have another book on Monday night, so you'll have four chances, but Power, a Family Memoir, I want to know what club are the powers associated with. So we have plenty of entries coming in. Pat will draw them out of a hat here closer up to seven o'clock. Let's go to the dogs. Now, the first race tonight is at half past seven on the Freshford Road, and I'm going for, it's the Welcome to Kilkenny track, A8525. I'm going for number three. Now, I have a very good reason for going for number three, because it's owned and trained by our own Jerry Drennan. Uh, Rocky Rack Jack L. Now, I would be, I'm not actually going to say what Jerry said in the text to me last night when I asked her about this dog, but it's fair to say it wasn't very complimentary. But, but how would we not actually tip it tonight, and maybe that just might be 
need a spur. I reckon that dog probably get an extra sausage or two this morning just to put him uh, going faster. We'll see. Jerry, our money is on you tonight. And uh, coming up second, or second uh, in that race, is number one, Ballycool Maggie, a TJ Campen Thurless dog. Race number two, Trials of Kilkenny Track, Novice 525. We're going for um, a syndicate from Ross Gray, the Feed Me Syndicate. Feed Me Sushi. Paddy, did you ever try sushi? Oh, fish is on me. Wouldn't go well together now. That's all right, Paddy. Well, <laughs> Feed Me Sushi is the name of the dog anyway. And uh, we're going for that to get the better of. Baru Tantalize, a Frank Wheel at owned and trained number one. Race number three is the Split the Pot at Kilkenny Track. ON2525 final. 600 to the winner there tonight. We think it's going to go to Paddy Brennan from Torres owned and trained number five. Sarah's Luck to get the better of number one. John Lahey, Ronan Lahey owned and trained. Colleen Searsha. Race number four, the Deadly Kennels, A6525. And that Deadly Kennels, big race, starts at big uh, stake, starts next Friday night, 12,000 euro involved there. Another big night for it, a big couple of nights for the track out there. But we're going in this race for Tom Lahey's uh, trained, a power force syndicate from Kilkenny. Number four, the Monk Stream, to get the better of a syndicate care of Jimmy Guinness. Number one, Blacksmith Hazel. Race number five, it's the Droopy Stone A5525. We're going for a Thurless dog, Liam Peacock, and uh, we all know it's a Liam Peacock dog when it has the Bogger name in it, Bogger Burry, to get the better of a Three Castle dog, the Rock Shore Syndicate out there from the Rock and Three Castles, uh, Tom Lannan Territory, Lemon Pink. Race number six is the Ag Rossioc Lakela at Kilkenny Track A5525. And by the way, on that, it just says free admission to Kilkenny Track next Friday. So if you've never been to the track in Kilkenny, you can pop out there next Friday night. There'll be free admission. Just say that the, the lads at Community Radio Kilkenny City sent you in there. It was going to be a free night. And in this race, we're going for number two, Ballymull Bucko. It's a syndicate from Ballyline and trained by Gary Welsh to get the better of. Number four, Gavin Bourne's owned Tom Ha, Rory Hickey trained Bally Keefe Tom race number 7 the Irish Retired Greyhound Trust 525 and number gone for number 5 a syndicate from Johnstown the uh, Ormond Gang syndicate trained by Murphy Lahey to get the better of another peacock dog number 3 Bogger Buddy to come home second race number 8 is the is the uh, gg www.grireland.ie 83525 we're going for a dog that has lots of success at the track there Bobby Walsh a tie on Gary Walsh trained a shed oak pot spot to get the better of Damien O'Connell just down the road from here in the studio number one Vickers Hill Boy race number nine is the Time Greyhound Nutrition 83525 and we're going for number four Again, a big winner regularly out there at the track. Nicholas Nolan owned and trained. Number three, Triangle Hildalgo to get the better of Patrick Meany's owned and trained. Number four, Ratoff Warrior. Another dog with a good rec- track record there. And finally, the last rate is race number 10, the Boyle Sports Bookmakers A1525. We're going for number three, going the right way. Going for a hat-trick of wins, actually, out there. They had won the big stake two weeks ago, won another stake, another race last week. Now can it do the hat-trick? And it's owned by Shem O'Donnell and Robbie Dowling. And Shem, I heard the little story of what you might be going to do with calling your next dog. Uh, we're very, we would be delighted to support you on that. I better not say it publicly yet in case it doesn't happen. Anyway, get to get the better of number four, uh, Killinor King. And that's the racing in uh, the Freshford Road tonight. We wish everyone the best of luck. It's not a bad night out there as well. You'll, uh, it's, on, it's not too cold, I think, but you need to be wrapped up. But we're going to stay with the dogs now for the next, uh, we'll come back in, in a couple of minutes and uh, we'd better take our first ad break and we'll have more dogs later on because the coursing was in fresh for today and we have a report on that. The Voice of the Black and Amber, Community Radio Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM 
Friday evenings Talk Sport on 88.7 FM with JJ Kavanagh Bus and Coach Hire. And you're very welcome back to the second part of the programme and we're going to be concentrating on Camogie for a short while now. Big game taking place in Palmerstown on Sunday is Dixborough of Kilkenny, the county senior champions against St. Martins of Wexford and delighted to be joined on the line by Donald Carroll and uh, Donald, you had an easy county final, not such an easy semi-final but generally speaking it's been a good year for the borough. You've been playing with a great lot of confidence all through the year. Yeah, uh, thanks, Nick. Yeah, they have, in fairness to the girls, they bounced very well from the county final last year. They had a chance to think about it. And, and in fairness to them, it didn't dint their, their confidence too much, is what we would have been concerned about, that they start hurling with fear. They, they learned a few things from the loss and they put it into action this year very well in fairness to them. Yeah, they did. Uh, they were hurt last year by losing that final. And I suppose in many respects, uh, that's a good way to be when you get out to try and get back on top again. It is like, in, uh, like with, with no offence to any other teams, you have to regard Pilltown as being one of the it's one of the top teams in the county. And we were we got over Pilltown last year. We were missing the two dials; they were injured, and that result maybe flattered us a bit. And that's one of the things then that maybe a bit of complacency um, came in for the final then. But we definitely worked on that, and I think that it stood to us this year. Yeah, you, your team now is that bit more experienced players that were playing underage in the club or even with Kilkenny have now matured and have become a, a very much a stable part of that team now so you're, you're very well balanced with, with a strong middle down the field We are and like in Lucinda Gahan we've missed Lucinda this year and she's a great presence she was very unfortunate she worked very hard to come back um, after having the baby and then a real freak accident suffered a compound fracture to her hand and her physical presence was a big loss we had to try and counteract that but the girls stepped up to the challenge and like, they're all a year older and a year mature as well so it, is, it has worked out What do you know about St. Martins because for so long Owlert have been the kingpins down in Wexford Yeah Owlert um, have been but Martins like there we played Martins in the first round um, three or four years ago down in Martins they beat us by six points we were a young team at the time it was their first time at that at that level a couple of years ago we bumped into Owlart and we've never gotten over a Wexford team in this competition. We've only been in it twice and came a cropper to Wexford twice, um, both times. So uh, we've watched them play, we watched their county final, they're, they're strong, they move fast, they're, they have some very good players. There seems to be an O'Connor in every single line for them, a Chloe Fox up at full forward. They're a good, solid team. It'll be a very tough test for us. But you're at the stage now where you'd, you'd be hoping the borough and really want the borough to start making an impression in the club championship now because you have tried, over the last three years to be fair you have been the strongest team in Kilkenny uh, and now it's time for the girls to show and I'm sure they realise that while there's not pressure on them at the same time it's an opportunity not to let slip because years go by very quickly. Well it, it was something I'd said to him after the semi-final win that semi-finals really just give you an opportunity to play in the county final and that's the only role that semi-finals have. We're at the stage now where they should really consider that beating Wine Gap has given them an opportunity to progress in Leinster. So if they're up to for if we're up to the challenge if we can regroup and and keep our keep our focus and fairness to them they were they very like they went off. They celebrated the county final, but they got back into training very quickly afterwards. So I think there is a realization that these chances don't come around too often. There's no guarantee it's going to come again, and we have as good a chance as, as we've ever had to progress in the competition. Absolutely. And finally, are you hoping to be able to pick from a full squad? Oh yeah. Well, as I said, apart from Lucinda, who has a relatively long-term injury, 
Um, but everybody else is, is fit and available for selection. Fantastic. Donald, from all of us, the best look here. I hope it goes great for you on Sunday. Thanks very much. Okay, thank, thank you. That was Donald Carroll. And we'll have updates on that match from Kieran Neary on uh, Sunday Sport here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Paddy, uh, how do you see uh, that game uh, going on Sunday? You kind of are close enough to the Camogie yeah. scene. Ah, uh, yeah. Look, uh, Dixborough there will. Uh, they'll have to, They'll have it all to do. But in fairness, they've, as you alluded to with Donald there, they've matured into a, a quite a, a very, very decent outfit, you know. And uh, to be the most consistent team for the last four or five years, I'd say, on the Camogie scene in Kilkenny. He's, he has said that they haven't got over Wexford off the position, but I think this could be a year from they They, they played very well. They got, they, it was a titanic struggle with Piltown in the semi-final. The best uh, wine gap, I won't say comprehensively, but they've, they've beaten them. But the big thing, is, as you said there, Lucinda Gann. Lucinda Gann is probably the most underrated player uh, for around for the last two or three years. I watched her there one year, Mark, three of the top county stars and they didn't get a, a sniff of the ball and she absolutely done Trojans of work and uh, probably is very underrated and very undervalued uh, she has a physical presence uh, she's a go-to player to, to, to break ball to other players and bring them into play and she might be missed but I think in fairness to Dixford they have a very very good panel and uh, Donald and his backroom team have done a great job with them there and I expect uh, the, them to progress further on Saturday there what about you, Pat? That game's on Sunday, actually, Jerry. Oh, uh, yeah, well, um, Sunday, I, think, I think uh, the, the borough probably owe it to themselves to, to make a, 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 a bit of an impression in, in Leinster. And uh, the, it's the panel that they have. That's the big thing. And they're very even. Um, you know, you don't you don't say, well, if we mark so-and-so, then we're halfway there. They have a spread of players and they're, they're very strong and they work very hard and I like the way their backs always attack the ball. You saw them again Piltown actually. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they, they just had a little, they were a little, a little bit of a better touch than Piltown on the day and were just fractionally better team. So there was nothing between them but uh, the, the getting over that, I expect them to kick on and home advantage should should give them the nod on Sunday. Yeah, but uh, again, as I say, Martin's beat them two years ago, but as I alluded to, you picked up on that, and I don't know what you just said, said to Don, they really have to show now. They're, this is their opportunity to try and go for a national title. That's right, yeah. Well, no doubt, because they're, they're, yeah, you, you need that little bit of experience you know, in, uh, outside the county. That and This is their third win now in five seasons, so you know, they, they should be they should be maturing into having a crack at that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, Paddy, the years go by very quickly. You need to grasp these opportunities. You do indeed. And and uh, they always say, you know, the, the Camogie players, their best years are probably between 20 and 25, you know, and, and that. But just to say, Orla Henrik, uh, whether she starts or she's on the bench, she's a vastly experienced player. She's absolutely good at the free take and she'll get you a score when you're under pressure and all like that. Uh, probably against Euler there the, the last time I don't think she started she was brought on and she made a hell of a difference but uh, look uh, as Pat says it's, it's time to stand up now and you know you've shown your goodness in, in Kilkenny it's time to bring that to another level and start going and trying to get onto Leinster titles and maybe get to an, uh, an All-Ireland uh, final as well Absolutely okay we'll come back with more Camogie in a short while uh, we're going back now to uh to the dogs as the fella says because um, a sport we haven't featured very little on this there. but out there in Freshford yesterday and today they had their annual coursing meeting Jerry Drennan reports Freshford Coursing Report 2023 with the kind permission of Michal Bergen and the Dunphy family Freshford Coursing Club staged their 102nd annual meeting on Thursday 2nd and Friday 3rd of November the large crowd present were treated to a feast of top class coursing featuring well-trained hares 
and a well-stewarded meeting. After two days coursing, the finals began at 1.30pm on Friday, with the final of the Kennedy Memorial Cup for two course duffers and confined to working members, kindly sponsored by Sean Kennedy Jr. On the red collar was Jeffy's Hayes, a fawn dog by Ballymac Best, out of Jeffy's Twinkle, owned and trained by Miss Patricia and Miss Kelly Marie Brennan from the Valley Inn in nearby Woodsgift. On the white collar was Black December, a black dog by Dorota's Wildcat, out of Ninja Penny, owned and trained in Tullerone by Tommy Norton. Out of slips, it was a two-to-one-on favourite Jeffy's Hayes, who led to halfway. But the game, even money shot, Black December, came strongly from behind to edge it by an increasing length to take the €500 Euro first prize. This stake featured a host of junior nominators, the winning nominators being Seamus and Jack Costello, while the runner-up was nominated by Luke Kelly, cousin of the Costello boys and son of club secretary Imelda Kennedy. The second final was that of the Sean Flynn Memorial Stake and Wall Cup, kindly sponsored by Sean Flynn's nephew, Tommy Flynn. This stake was for eight coursing bred greyhounds. On the red collar was Castle Ellis, a brindle dog by Kyle Mozart out of Count Ostatu, owned and trained in Goran, County Kilkenny, by Benny Williams and Patrick Horgan. On the white collar was Fire and Grace, a brindle bitch by Long John Silver out of Chetwin Diane, owned by the Never See the Like Syndicate, which comprises of the Norton family Tullerone and trained by Sean Leahy. When dropped by slipper Brian Doyle, it was Castle Ellis who led all the way to win by four lengths and take the 500 euro prize. The Mick Bergen Memorial Derby trial stake was kindly sponsored by the Bergen family Blackwood. On the red collar here was Party Smokey, a brindle January dog pup by Drive On Smokey out of Blessings, owned and trained in Care County Tipperary by James Morrissey and Miss Maria O'Sullivan. On the white collar was Cracking Maximus, a black and white February pup by New In Wonder out of Cracking Prim, owned and trained by the On The Double Syndicate, which is the Kennedy family, Gortnehu County Tipperary. In an upset to the odds, the two to one party Smokey led all the way against the five to one on shot, Cracking Maximus, to win by three and a half lengths, taking the 1,000 euro prize back to Care County Tipperary, and more importantly, claiming the ticket to the national meeting in Clonmel in February. Next up was the Din and Martin Lennon Memorial Oaks trial stake, kindly sponsored by the Lennon family Cascade. On the red collar here was Zauber Flute, a black February bitch pup by Kyle Mozart out of Lorena, owned by Gavin Johns from the Bahamas and trained in County Kerry by Pawdy Lyons. Her opponent was Fias Gogo, another February bitch, also by Kyle Mozart out of Lemon Zara, owned by the Four Wise Cowboys Syndicate and trained locally in Freshford by Ned Lennon. Unfortunately for Fias Gogo, the hair on this occasion veered slightly to the right, with the Kerry-trained bitch Zauber Flute staying on strongly at the top of the field to claim the Clonmel ticket and the €1,000 first prize. The main event, the Handsome Billa Purden Cup, 
kindly sponsored by Mary and Stacey Beckett, had a winner's prize of €1,500, with the winning nominator receiving €100. The pre-coursing favourite, Lawyer Up, a dark brindle dog by New Inn Wonder out of treetop Kerry, made it to the final following a one-length semi-final victory over Foxtrot. Also qualifying for the final was Yellowstone Air, a brindle bitch by New Inn Wonder out of Strand Road, owned and trained in Emily County Tipperary by Michael O'Connell, and she ran a bye in her semi-final. Unfortunately for his owners, Mr. Paul Horrick from the Bahamas and Mrs. Bridget Byrne, England, and his trainer, Kevin Barry from Rose Green in Tipperary, the dog Lawyer Up was withdrawn just before the final, leaving Yellowstone Air to be declared the winner and take the spoils back to Tipperary. Just before all the finals, Mr. PJ Norton, Tullerone, gave a rousing rendition of Aron Devine, while a moment's silence was impeccably honoured in memory of all those who had passed away over the course of the previous 12 months, amongst whom were former club president Sean Kennedy. And that's our thanks to uh, Jerry Drennan there for the report on the coursing out in Freshford yesterday and today. Now we're going back to Camogie and there is another big semi-final on. It's on actually tomorrow down in Dr. Tierney Park in Greg de Manor where Rory Nistig take on O'Moore's of Leash and Rory Nistig have had two cracking games. They've gone to extra time in both games winning them by a very narrow margin. Delighted to be joined by Martin Gallivan on the line. Martin, I'm sure you don't want tomorrow's to be a slow Maybe not to maybe better for the old heart if you have a little bit to spare at the end. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So look at the, the two games so far. Look, Munkain in the county final were um, a very strong challenge. Uh, we knew we were going to be up against the Wisham, and look, it, it went the whole way. Um, the last day, then, look, we were probably tired after the county final. Um, I think we were probably the better team, um, but just couldn't put, put away from them. I think like, they only scored three points in play in the first 22 minutes they had that done so with extra time and all it was, it was 58 minutes and it was freeze you know probably just we were tired and probably panicked a bit and, and pulled and dragged a bit instead of standing them up so look we, we learned from that uh, recovered the body this week so hopefully we'll, <laughs> it won't go as long to, to, to tomorrow finishing the 60 minutes if we can But it's been a great journey for the Rory and Stieg and I mean I, we were down there at the at the uh, county final and it was a fantastic match and I mean your girls and credit to Moonkine as well uh, you put in an, an incredible performance the, the effort from everybody was just immense and you couldn't ask anything from anyone, many more of the players no, no, it's just like, look, Munkine are absolutely excellent. They had beaten us three times in the year in different competitions, so we knew we were up against it. Um, and look, the girls roasted in the day, and it was, it was just, it was, it was a, a great, a great advertisement for Camogie. It was a brilliant game, so it was. Uh, look, that's, that we couldn't ask for more from them. They'd done exactly what we wanted them, and probably surpassed them in fairness. Yeah, and, but you're a well-balanced team, Martin. I thought all throughout the field now, the girls were, were re- well, you, well geared for their position, well coached, and of course you had a couple of great forwards. Then of course Kelly Hamilton, Cree Langton, and any time there's a care mentioned anywhere, you expect a bit of fireworks. And certainly I saw that in the county final because if uh, Quiva gets it to half a chance, uh, she's very skillful and uh, she's an exceptional player and, and is still a very young player. And we we should be conscious of that. Yeah, no, she's 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 very young but brilliant. She's I think this year and last year top scorer in the championship. But look. It's a credit to the rest of the team too. Like she doesn't have to come out past twenty one. The the revenue is the, the work to get the ball into her. So look, she's she's excellent when it gets in there, but it, it, it's a complete team effort. So they're 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 very good. They they do everything they want. We want of them. Um, 
like they're putting in a massive effort they, like they, they commit a lot during the year so they do they give up a lot and, and look, they're, they're getting the reward for thank, the thanks they did it absolutely and doesn't it really energise a parish when you have a team going forward in the Leinster Championship there'll be a big crowd there tomorrow from the whole parish supporting the girls and rightly so so it's I mean everybody benefits from that the, the, the men's teams as well yeah, they do. Look, it's it's it, it, it's massive. Like, it's great to get the support. Like, look, small rural community. That's that's what everyone wants to do. And everyone's talking about every everyone you meet for the last week or two. It's all, you know, how are you going next when you when you go and is everybody fishing? So <laughs> everybody's interested in it. It's, it's great to get that support for the girls. Yeah, I'm just uh, have a lad in the studio here, Pat uh, Martin, that you know here, Pat Tracy, and uh, I think somewhere down on some number or other there's a there's a dear to Tracy, and he was telling me she is now the full complement of medals. She has a senior, intermediate, and a junior medal all won. So, Pat, you better say hello to the man. He's I'm not sure if he's finished making the cows or not yet, but uh, <laughs> how are you, Pat? How are you? How are you? How are you going, Martin? Sure, yeah, she'll she, she win not only for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're a good roar man yourself Sorry, we got her back to where she belongs <laughs> yeah well uh, you're going well um, and of course you came back from losing the final last year and you, you know the, the, you're after being well tested yeah look it was, like, last year was hard on, on, on them so it was but look you can't you can't lose that too much. Like if you if you dwell on it and get you get nervous over. So look, there's no you have to drive on into hunger. We couldn't we, could, we can't rectify that. All we could do is drive on with what's there. But the uh, look, the, the, it, it's a very hard competition to come out of. Like we had, like Munkaina said, a very good. There's a lot of very good. We played Dan Sport. We played like we, there's there's plenty of good teams in. It's very hard to win in English any. So when you, when, you, when you get a chance, it's great. And you have massive spirit now on the panel. Yeah, there is. Like there is, and, and look, I, I know everyone says, "Oh, anything from here is a bonus," but like we really want to keep going because, like, heading up senior next year is going to be a massive task. But the, the longer we can stay hurling, the better, the sharper that you hope to be, will be at the start of next year as well. And finally, Martin, and before I let you go, Omoors Omur, won't be easy. I saw their their rep- the leash representatives play James Stevens last year, and James Stevens were lucky enough to get over the line. You, you, you won't be underestimating them tomorrow in Greg Manor. Definitely not. No, they're they're, they're very strong. Uh, don't haven't, don't know a huge amount about them, but they have five clubs joined together. Uh, physical, strong team. They went to extra time in their county final as well. So like they they, they have they have plenty of energy, plenty of pace. They had a great win the last day against Vincent's. They racked up a massive score considering the the weather condition. It was four twenty two to one four. So they're, they're, they're obviously a fairly capable team, so we'll, we'll have it all to do. OK, well, Martin, we'll see you down there tomorrow and good luck to you and all the girls. I hope it goes well for you and we'll be chatting to you tomorrow. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thanks indeed, Martin. That's Martin Calvin from The Roar uh, joining us there and uh, Pat and uh, Paddy in the studio. We'll be coming back to that in a minute. Before we take our second break, to split the pot, first prize was €838, Euro, won by Marty Tierney out there from uh, Dan's fourth direction. Hennessy Cleaners were the sellers. Uh, Hennessy Dry Cleaners, I better get it right. Second was John Butler, uh, €80 Euro care of Eamon Butler, our sportsman here from Butler's Hurleys. And third prize was Jim Cavanagh celebrating the uh, O'Loughlin Gales win no doubt and he got that in the home rule club we'll take a break and we'll be back uh, with some other sport and then we'll be focusing on uh, some local sport as well The Voice of the Black and Amber Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM Friday evenings talk sport on 88.7 FM with JJ Kavanagh Bus and Coach Hire 
Very welcome back to the last section of the programme. Don't forget the prize we have tonight is a, a copy of the book, Power of Family Memoir, 086-353-7782. Tell us which club the lads are involved with and uh, we'll draw that, paddle draw that just before 7 o'clock. And Barry Henrique says, thumbs up to uh, Jerry Drennan there. Great report on the chorusing. Uh, I know, Barry. Um, hope, hope you're good, Barry. Great to see you the other night. Very quickly to other sports before we have Jerry back again with a summary of the under-21. In rugby, Kilkenny Force are away to Boyne. Uh, Kilkenny, they're second in the league on 14 points after three games, one behind Kildara. The seconds they play at um, 1 o'clock, and that's again, uh, they're 13 on 13 points, third in the league after four games, three behind County Carlo. Uh, in uh, basketball, Marble City Hawks are at home in the National Cup. Uh, two to my Talker Rovers at 5 o'clock on Sunday evening in, in O'Loughlin Gales. Kilkenny Hockey in the Men's Neville Cup, Kilkenny Force versus Corinthians away. Uh, men's Division 1A, Kilkenny Force versus Pembroke Wanderers away. Men's Division 5, Kilkenny Seconds versus Nace Seconds at home. A division Ladies Division 1, Kilkenny Force versus Nace Force away. Ladies Division 7, Kilkenny Seconds versus Pembroke Wanderers, that's at home. And Ladies Division 10, Kilkenny Thurs versus Wicklow Hockey Club. And that game is um, at home. Last evening, last night for the League of Ireland soccer, it's Strada versus Shelburne, Derry versus Pass, Bowles versus Cork City, Shamrock Rovers versus Strada, and UCD versus Dundalk. And tomorrow night, the big playoff between Waterford and Cove to see who gets uh, into the um, the Premier League. Although I think they might have a playoff by the, the bottom teams. Okay, uh, Brazilian Grand Prix is on this weekend as well. And uh, let's see what Jerry Dunnan has to say before I talk to the two lads about the upcoming games of the weekend. Well, I'm joined by uh, Jerry Drennan, and we're going to talk about the Under-21 Hurling Championship, which has already started, of course, and we know that the year is coming to a conclusion when the Under-21 Hurling Championship takes place. And I suppose, Jerry, the best we can hope for is that conditions will be decent enough for the players over the next couple of weeks. It is a knockout, so you lose the first game, you're gone, but it's, uh, we're hoping the weather will be somewhat kind to the players because it's uh, been a tough time recently. Yeah, it has been very tough recently for uh, hurling in particular. Um, the last couple of weeks have been heavy goals. But uh, I suppose, if you see our own pitch there today, we got a cut. Uh, it's amazing what two dry days together like we had today and yesterday can do. And hopefully the conditions for this weekend will be will be better. There's uh, five or six good games on and uh, we'll be looking forward to a knockout championship, of course. Now, of course, the teams that have won the three Kilkenny championships they are also still involved in under-21. I know Tuller definitely played tomorrow and I think Moonkine and Thomastown shortly uh, are playing Tom- or Moonkine are going to be playing Thomastown, yeah. Not sure when O'Loughlin's are out, but it's going to be a busy time for a certain cohort of players, I imagine. There's probably a few of them involved in under-21 as well. It is, of course, yeah. You mentioned Tuller there first. Um, like It's hard to believe how young some of their players on that junior county final winning team actually are. Marty Murphy just turned 18 and uh, Lara Murphy, uh, Cahill Mooney and Danny Glennon, they're uh, under 19 or 19 year olds and they're all playing tomorrow against Dixborough in the under 21C competition. So like uh, that, that experience uh, to the junior championship for those lads will be absolutely massive and uh, it gives them a great chance. As far as knows, Dixborough's second team but uh, having said that, they'll be not soft. That the Dixborough won the under-19 final this year against James Stevens. They beat James Stevens by five points in the final. So I'd imagine that'll be a very good game. But I would say that uh, on the Tullerher side, the experience of winning and playing hard games in the junior championship would be a big asset to them there. Now it's kind of strange that they were not that long ago in an under in an under under minor final under 17 or 18. I can't remember which it was, and they were in A, and now they're in C at under. Uh, 21. Now, I don't particularly want to refer to Tuller, but there's issues here, I'd say, around uh, the grading of teams in some of these competitions. 
Yeah, I suppose it's hard. I suppose it's not an easy job for anyone to do. But I, I do know when when they won that or were in that minor final, it was in 2021, which is two years ago, and all of that team would be under 19 now. So like, they're still uh, have you know two more years at under 21 level. Um, they were a very good minor team. Then he lost out by a pint. I think it was two fifteen to twenty two pints against the borough. Uh, but that was 2021, and, and as I said, they're all under 19 now. So, look at you'd imagine they'd be a bit strong for C grade under 21, all right. Uh, I, I know what you're saying, but uh, um, I suppose it's not easy to get the grading right. And uh, last year, there were, as far as I remember, there were five grades. There was an under 21 D competition. I don't see any sign of that this year. Um, I, I'm open to correction there, but I haven't seen it mentioned. Now, I just also was looking at you were chatting there, looking up to Kilkenny uh, fixtures. I think that uh, yeah, that fixture is actually on uh, tomorrow in Tuller at two o'clock. But probably one of the games of the weekend is likely to be Greg Ballycallan and uh, James Stevens. That's on on Sunday. We'll actually have that game live from Kilmana. Yeah, that's that's a, a real um, um, mouthwatering clash. It's the first of four quarterfinals in in the A competition. And before I even address that one, the other three are really uh, humdingers as well. Venice Bridge against Dunhamagan, O'Loughlin's in the borough, and then a repeat of last year's final, Thomastown and Munkine. They're to come over the next two weekends. But on Sunday, on Sunday, I suppose, uh, Greg Bally Callan are hosting James Stevens. Um, the first thing that strikes me is that 10 days ago, we were looking at Tom Ryle pitch under, I don't know how many feet of water. I'm hoping that that has all uh, subsided and... Uh, that the game will go ahead but uh, look at um, James Stevens have had a great year with their minors um, and had a great success that team were good all the way along to a convincing win in the minor final now only the under 17s can play off of that uh, the 16 to 17 year olds so that's I suppose Ed McDermott and Ed Lahoff and Sean Bergen add in a few older guys like Evan Boogie and Adam O'Connor and James Stevens will always be a force to reckon with but uh Greg Ballycannon, I suppose, they've introduced an awful lot of young players to their senior team this year, and in fairness, they did very well. Um, and they, they, they just barely lost out to James Stevens by that one goal from Lyle Brazzle early on in the game. But the likes of Billy O'Neill, Jeff Neary, um, they'll be half back and maybe midfield, respectively. And then two forwards up front, like Ryan Corcoran and Aaron McAvoy. Um, those lads have gained huge, like the Tulliver boys, huge experience this year playing senior. Uh, maybe they're a little bit even ahead of their time but uh, I, I'm sure that sort of experience should stand hugely to them in an under 21A quarterfinal and, and having home venue as well um, I'm sure there'll be a big Ballycallan uh, crowd at that match so uh, I might see Ballycallan edging that one but it won't be it won't be too big a margin I would think Well on Saturday two under 21Bs Mullinavat are at home to Young Ireland's of Gordon and Piltown are at home to the Roaring League. that's a 5 o'clock game because of the Camogie match and there's a couple of games on uh, on Sunday as well. Uh, we mentioned the Ballycallan James Stevens match. Kilmacow are at home to Shamrocks Ballyhale. Uh, Freshford are at home to Danes Fort. Uh, Conaghy are actually at home to Carrick Shock. And there's a couple of under 19 finals as well. O'Loughlin Gales versus Aaron Zone in the air final. And uh, I think there's a Fenians, I think, might be playing somebody in. Uh, we'll have to look it up there now. We'll get we'll get it. St. Patrick's in, in Johnstown. That's in, it. In that, that, that's, yeah. that's, that's actually on tomorrow. It's an under 19 D final. So, uh, still plenty of activity, Jerry. And uh, look, we'll touch base again maybe with you next week and we'll see how these, those games are going. And uh, we'll keep in touch with the under 21 until it uh, pans out. So, listen, thanks for joining us this evening. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian.
That was Jerry Patrice, the under-21, you know, we know that the year is coming to a close. The poor old under-21 gets crammed in. Not a lot we can do about it, but still some mouth-watering games. And we'll be live from Kilmana with James Stevens and uh, Greg Bellicall, and that's a tasty game. Yeah, that looks like a, a right good one uh, to be, uh, you know, there were good mi- uh, minor teams the last couple of years, so that's what you'll be looking at. And James Stevens' under-19s were good last year. Um, mightn't have been as good this year, but, uh, the, but they have players from both you see so uh, I think that'll be and with home home advantage Greg Ballycallan uh, and sure look this, if you like the stars of the senior for Greg Ballycallan this year were the young lads they are, sure, so, sure. Paddy, yeah. oh, they were no, I've seen them last year there and they were just you know uh, they were excellent and uh, looking forward to, to seeing how they get on again this year um, just looking at James Stevens, I, I don't know too much about uh, their under twenty one team. I know, as you say, they were mi- they were minor, they were good at minor, but uh, that'd be a really tasty match, you know, kind mm-hmm. of like a local rivalry enough. Yeah, see how the lads that were playing senior for Greg Ballycallan see will they lead this under twenty one? That's yeah. that'll be oh, the, that's often the that, test. that can be a challenging. Yeah, challenge, yeah. 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 yeah, well, I uh, just again to speaking to Jerry Tolliver actually playing an under twenty one C. I mean, for it, you know, that's a, they should be very strong for that grade. Yeah. You think that, uh, well, you know, because they're minor team of a few few yeah, years ago. They'd be under nineteen this year, but they're still two years yeah, ago. Yeah, so yeah. They have a right crop of young lads coming yeah, up down there. Have, they're yeah, they're yeah. a serious club in the next couple of years. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so. And uh, other games, obviously yourselves. What do you like, Pat? You're down to see. How do you manage again to see Dan Sport? Uh, I wouldn't like to tell you how. There's <laughs> <laughs> a good battle there with St. Lactans. With St. Lactans, yeah. yeah. Look, uh, Paddy will be doing there, there for us. The one thing Lactans always have are forwards. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah, and you see, it's hard to say, it's very hard to know. Under 21, it's the first game. You either win it or you lose it, and if That's you lose it. it, you're gone, and you don't know what you have. You know, yeah, true, yeah. true. Yes, yeah, Carry Chuckle travel up to Jenkinstown. They've conceded home advantage because the big work out there in Huggenstown has started. We wish them well, and uh, of course, then there is uh, Kilmacow at home to Shamrock's Valley Hale. Pat, do we have a winner? We were doing rolling a drum there a minute okay. ago. Yourself and Paddy the dub. What did yeah, you come uh, up with? Yeah, well, I handed to Paddy because I can't read. Uh, <laughs> the winner is uh, Michelle Mullally. Okay, Michelle, that book will be in the capable hands here of Pat Tracy. So if you just uh, uh, contact contact Pat and he'll get your um, get your details and uh, into can ring the studio or uh, leave a message or even text your number in to the studio where you dropped in uh, that uh, result the answer to the quiz and uh, Pat will make sure that that book is here and in an envelope for you and collect it on uh, on next Monday. Um, Look, we've just uh, a a a minute to go. Um, What are you looking forward to over the weekend? What big uh, big games are you looking at, Paddy yourself? Looking forward to the Camogie both the Camogie matches there and uh, hopefully that that's uh, you know, I know that we're doing reports from the whole lot, so that's looking forward to that. Uh, just, just the under twenty-one. It's always a competitive uh, g- game, as you said. It's always shoved at the end of the season, but it does serve up some right cracking matches, and I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely, yeah. And Pat, you're on. What are you looking forward well, to? Well, sure, I'll have to look forward to the under twenty-one with Dan Sport and the Camogie with the Roar in the Steag, and yeah. that'll do. Well, absolutely, no, that'll <laughs> certainly be enough for anyone. Well, look, that's our lot here for Friday evening. As I said, I'll be in this chair for a few weeks while we chill out and take it a little bit easier on Sundays. Pat will look after the, the Sunday thing, but we'll be still helping out with match reports and getting everything ready for him. Uh, Paul uh, Brophy's coming up next with uh, Kilkenny Communities in Action and of course uh, thanks to everyone who uh, the great response to the quiz there and uh, the book and well done to the powers again. So